Okay, I've been avoiding this for weeks on end, but alas, here we are. I'm Holly Coley Murchison, and you are listening to From Holly with Love. Today is Monday, June 28th, 2021, and you are the first to hear the new format of my audio slash written newsletter. So From Holly with Love started, I would say, about a year and a half ago, and I would send monthly-ish. I'm being very generous, generous with the ish because it was like maybe once every couple months, But either way, I would send these updates every now and again of insights, resources and inspiration for becoming who you are while creating work you love. And I couldn't really keep up with the cadence because like a lot of you who are listening to this, I had a lot of irons in the fire. And this I'm going to keep it a buck. This just wasn't one of the irons that I was willing to do the work of to be consistent and sustain it. Until now, you know, in in the midst of being in a global pandemic, I think a lot about human connection. And I started to think and feel into what could a format of my newsletter be that feels real and human and connected and authentic to me that could actually add value to people who I'm connecting with in the world, particularly purpose-driven creators like you who exist across multiple industries and are really devoted to shaping bodies of work that leave a lasting impact while also, you know, living rich, fulfilling lives. And so I thought, okay, let's do a mashup. Let's do a little bit of audio meets written form. And so this is the first in a test run of that. Um, When I thought about monthly, I was like, you know, it's easy for the month to come up and I'm just like, "Uh, I'll write it next month. I'll write it next month. And then Six months passed because December was the last time I put out an issue. So I was like, you know what? I can actually rock with a weekly cadence every day. uh, Not every day. Every week, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to pull together all of the experiences that uh, transpired this week and compile it together in a nice, neat, sometimes not neat, but in a nice digest that I can share with you all. And this is the first of that. And I'm actually super, super excited. I was I was trying to go take a nap before this because I've been avoiding it all day. I'm like, oh, it's recording day. You know, maybe I can. I was just trying to squeeze in. I was trying to squeeze in these little excuses for why I didn't have to do the recording today. Um, but in my new life in this season where I am choosing ease and that's what's on my heart this week. And I'll talk more about that in a minute, but choosing ease is on my heart this week. And in my new life where I'm choosing ease, I was like, yo, Holly, the easiest thing for you to do is sit down and speak from the heart. And so here we are. So here's what you can expect from future iterations of From Holly with Love. If you don't see an issue from me on a Monday, please feel free to pull up in my inbox and be like, yo, Holly, where's the love this week? Um, That would be a fantastic mirror for you to hold up for me if you feel so moved. Um, But what you can expect are three things. And I mentioned that at the top, right? From Holly with Love, it's weekly insights, resources, and inspiration for becoming who you are while creating work that you love. So you're going to get three things from me each and every week. The first are insights. What's on my heart this week? We're going to talk about a range of of topics. It could be related to career. It could be related to business. It could be related to love. I think there's an interconnection between all of those parts. And we can when we can holistically view ourselves, um, then it really changes the game in terms of how we show up and everything else. So you'll get insights. The second thing you're going to get are resources. I call these gifts for your growth, and you'll see that in the written format of the newsletter after you listen to this. Gifts for your growth will be anything from really dope YouTube videos and interviews I've watched, super 
ill products that I stand behind that are really shifting the way I approach my life and my work or anything from like, you know, cute videos or movies or music that I'm listening to. And then the third is going to be inspiration, which you'll see me interchange the word inspo. And that's fuel for the week ahead. If you're listening to this on a Monday, whether you are going on vacation or you're working from home or you're going into the office or you're taking care of the kids, wherever you are in your present state, I'm going to pull together some gems that are fuel for the week ahead for you. And again, that can mirror some of the gifts for growth, like the resources, but that can be anything from a playlist, which I've started curating, and you'll see the link to that um, when you read the newsletter, the written part of the newsletter after this, to, you know, just like cute things that I've found or seen or quotes or uh, words of affirmation and intentions to hold on to through the week. So a simple format. Insights in the form of what's on my heart this week, resources in the form of gifts for your growth, and inspo in the form of fuel for the week ahead. That's the format. That's what I can promise you. So before you get into the written part this week of this week, I want to talk a little bit about ease. Um, right now, I'm recording from a desk in Amsterdam. This is the first trip I've taken, the first plane that I've been on since February of 2020. And if you've followed me on any platform or connected with me in real life or just been in my sphere and I've had the pleasure of uh, being a friend to you or you being a friend to me, you know that prior to the pandemic, my work life included me traveling 40% of the year. So I've had the luxury and the privilege of being home with my wife and my dogs for the past 16 months and really cherishing and nurturing the experience of uh, working from home with my person, you know, and I am a person who experiences debilitating anxiety when I travel as much as I love to see the world and be immersed in new cultures and make friends and connections, getting on planes and making the move from one place to another brings up all types of traumatic experiences that trigger separation anxiety for me. I'll probably go into more detail in future episodes, but I'm gonna try and keep this one light as possible. So when I talk about this idea of embracing ease, that was my goal for this trip. I was like, it's my first time uh, getting on a plane in a minute. I know the climate of the world that we're living in. I want this to feel as easy as possible. So I made a packing list and you can see that on my highlights at Holly M. Murchison, if you follow me there. I made a packing list using my notes app uh, on my iPhone. And I was like, here are the things I'm gonna need to travel with. I have my research equipment, I have my clothes, my sneakers, my altar items. I thought of all the moving parts. And I packed my bag so intentionally for my trip. And I'm normally a type of person who's packing the night before, I'm gonna keep it honest. But this time I was really thoughtful about easing my way into the trip. So everything was smooth come the day of. Um, I live in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. I took an Uber from Winston to Raleigh-Durham where my flight was leaving. I had a connecting flight at JFK and a red-eye flight from JFK to Amsterdam. So I'm on time heading to the airport, right? I love being on time for my flights. I used to push it to the limit, but I love being on time for my flights now. So I get to Raleigh-Durham smooth. I got my ridiculous looking plastic mask on with two masks underneath the plastic guard. I got my bags checked in early. Um, I get to my gate. I have enough time to just like chill and be easy. My flight's delayed. I'm like, okay, okay. Well, I, I, I made sure to think ahead, right? I have this cushion. So I have three hours before, um, my flight to Amsterdam leaves, right? Like that was the cushion from my layover. 
So I'm like, okay, flights delayed an hour. All right, that's cutting down my layover time to like two hours. I should be good. Flight gets delayed an hour and a half. I'm like, hmm, an hour and a half to transfer from this international, from this domestic flight to an international one. So my body starts to stress a little bit. My body starts to tell me, yo, Holly, you're not going to make this flight. You still have to pick up your luggage when you get to New York. And then you have to recheck it, right? Because I, right, not having traveled in a long time, forgot to even say, hey, can you send my items all the way through to Amsterdam? Because I booked a separate ticket. I have a round trip flight from New York to California, I mean, from New York to North Carolina. And I have a round trip ticket from Amsterdam to uh, New York. So I get to New York from RDU. I land, I'm breaking a sweat because I realize that Well, the JFK airport can be pretty complex when you're flying from domestic to international. So I had to wait for baggage claim. I had to go from domestic to the international terminal. So I'm crossing streets, going upstairs. Imagine me, 5'11", with a crew neck shirt on and sweatpants and some Tiva sandals and one 40-pound bag, one 60-pound bag, each with the two wheels. Not the little sexy four-wheel rolly joints that make it easy to move. I am sweating, sweating profusely. I also had a Sherpa zip-up jacket because I I wore all my layers with me so I didn't have to have a heavy book bag. I was also wearing a book bag that was probably like 30 pounds. So I'm hustling my ass off to get to this connecting flight. All the while I'm thinking, yo, I know I'm pushing it because I know they don't let you check luggage more than an hour before it's time to uh, board the flight. So I get to my terminal. I'm going to check in Delta. I'm in the wrong damn line the whole time. I'm in the domestic line. It was just like all of my travel sensibility went out the window. Like I was just a newbie all over again, like a newborn in the airport. So I get to the front of the line. They're like, yeah, we can't check you in. You have to go to the reticketing line over this way. I'm like, okay. Before I did, I went to the interna- international because I'm like, you know what? Maybe I can charm somebody. Maybe... They'll shift the rules for me. Let's see if this works. I go, womp, womp. But there's a fantastic Caribbean gentleman. I wish I got his name, but shout out to him. I'm telling him, you know, I know I'm not going to get on this flight, but when is the next joint going out of Amsterdam? He's like, the last one leaves at like 10. There's 295 seats on it and only like 80 of them are taken. So you should be good. You just got to go to the re-ticketing line. I turn and look at the re-ticketing line and it is wrapped around the terminal, like they're giving out free Shake Shack. So I'm just like, oh God, but I have to do this, right? I have to get in this line so that I can get on my flight and get to Amsterdam. I'm like, okay, all right, cool. I get on the back of the line and I'm pissed at this point. Like all ease goes out the window because in this moment, how I define ease is ease means when things go exactly your way. When the plan that you made up in your mind materializes in the world. That's ease. So that's the definition I'm holding on to in this moment. So I get in the back of the line and I'm just like gutted because I'm like, I felt like I did all the things right. I packed in advance. I got to the airport on time and I'm just thinking about where the plan broke down. Now I'm just trapped in the past mode. And I'm just, I start crying while I'm on the line. I call my wife. She's just there. She just listens. I, I get a good cry out. She's like, you're all right. I said, yeah, I just I just wish I'd made some different choices. She's like, you know, this is where you are now. Everything's going to work out fine. You're still going to get to Amsterdam. I'm like, OK, you're right. 
We hang up. There's a woman in line ahead of me, super sweet woman. Didn't catch her name, wish I did. But she was waiting for a friend to come back from the bathroom. And I said to her, you know, I'm gonna be here for a while. So I'm happy to hold your space in line if, if need be. She's like, no, 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 it's okay. And that one exchange of kindness started to soften me up. And it was in that moment, it was just like, like a, a switch went off. And I was like, oh, ease is not everything going as planned, right? You know, there's this old adage, man plans, God laughs. So ease is absolutely not everything going as planned. Ease is how you choose to behave in the moments where things go south, where things don't go how you imagine they would. It's how you show up when the shit hits the fan. And I, I was just like, oh, this doesn't have to feel hard, right? Like the hard part was me walking sweaty with 100, po- 100 pounds of bags and carrying them up elevators and getting on the air train and getting to this terminal. I did the hard part, right? And I, and I handled it with grace. And so for me to make it even harder on myself in this moment is the exact opposite of easy. So I said, how can I behave differently in this moment? I was like, yo, I know that this flight has like hundreds of seats left on it. So let me not be past focused harping on the things that I could have done differently, like telling the age, asking the agent to send my bag straight through the Amsterdam. Sure, could have done that, but didn't. But what's real now? I was like, I just had this kind of exchange with this woman. I have my health. I just started expressing gratitude in that moment. And I started to think about how easy ease is, right? If, if we just allow it to be. So it's like 45 minutes pass. I get a ticket to the flight, super easy. There's mad seats. I go back to check in and talk to the Caribbean gentleman. He says to me, God is good. I said, all the time, right? That's ease. Now that I've chosen ease, the energy is shifting all around me. I go check in on my flight. I know that in order to get to the Netherlands, you have to have some kind of exemption. So I am right now creative researcher in residence at WeTransfer. I had a special letter from them. I got checked in. It went so smoothly, y'all. The process went so smoothly. I get checked into my terminal. Um, I go through TSA pre-check. Takes like 15 seconds. And at this point, I'm super hungry. And I'm just like, yo, uh, nothing would make this moment better than a nice meal. So as I'm coming down the walkway to turn toward my terminal, I make a left. And the first thing I see is Shake Shack. And if you know me, and if you know Shake Shack, you know how beautiful this moment is. So I go, I get a chicken sandwich, I go sit at my terminal, I have like two hours before I board, ease, right, ease. I know it didn't work out how I planned for it to, but this is the opportunity that God is offering me to see it differently. I get my Shake Shack, I'm grubbing, I board my plane, I'm sending messages to my wife, everything is all lovey-dovey. I board the plane, it's empty as heck. I got a free upgrade to a Delta Comfort seat. And then I noticed, oh, I can get one of these full rows to myself and get some good sleep. I can get a good night's sleep. And that's exactly what happened. I boarded the plane, smooth flight to Amsterdam because I chose ease, right? And so as y'all are moving into this week, I know it's Monday now. Think about the ways that you can choose ease. How can you choose ease today? How can you choose ease tomorrow? When that email doesn't send or that meeting gets rescheduled or your kids get sick or somebody drops the ball or things go exceptionally well, how can you continue to be a vessel for ease? Marinate on that this week. okay? choose ease. And I got some 
delicious goodies for you that I've packed into this newsletter. Next week, I want to talk about work. I'm going to put a pen in the work conversation for now, but I want to talk about work next week. But in this week's edition, I've compiled some some lovely resources that are gifts for your growth and, and fuel for the week ahead. One being this really dope conversation I watched with Pharrell Williams and Steve Stout on thriving in the music business. But Pharrell dropped some fire gems that apply to life beyond the music industry. Um, there's a, a Chani Nicholas horoscope that I've been savoring the language of where she offers, I only add my talents to the most satiating of situations. We're going to talk about that in the written format. And I'm going to drop a link to the new playlist that I've been curating for y'all. It's called Seven Bops. And it is uh, sonic therapy for every day of the week. So I hope you enjoy the written portion. Um, if you enjoyed this, please tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. We back again. Have a great week. <laughs>